Good afternoon. Okay, I got a new look working today. How you like it? I can't see you, but I can see this paper. That's good. That's good. Okay, hey, um, listen, uh, I think I can answer a lot of your questions, but I'm going to read some stuff because we obviously have some things that we got to get corrected in, and I want to be very... Uh, very good for you, so it's, it's, it's timely for you. So just one thing that sticks out to me uh, on this last game was uh, a fast start usually bodes well for a team, and they did that and we didn't. Uh, Coach Solis, he's been around for 40 years. I was talking to him in three games, he's been around for 40 years. And uh, one of the things that I knew going into the game is uh, his teams, you could do a little research, they rarely, rarely make the same mistakes twice. Uh, I said that before we played them, talked to our team about that, uh, and they certainly did not. They did not beat themselves in that game the other day. They did a great job of limited penalties. Um, they started fast and we did not. They had a great first drive. Uh, we allowed a lot of that, but uh, they, they did do that. They took care of the ball. Uh, they didn't turn the football over, which is something that, um, you know, all of us hope to do. Uh, we've got to be able to stop the run. And they conversely did a really nice job of stopping the run, obviously. Um, we've got to be better on first down so we can be better on third down. Uh, our efficiency on third down was greatly affected by our inability to be effective on first down in the first half. Uh, if you go back and you look at the play-by-play, -play, just look at the play-by-play -play of the first downs in the first half. I think we only had six of them in the first half total, and every one of them were, were three yards or less. And you look into the third quarter, and it's 16, 1, 27, 22, 12, 0, and 5. So that's more like what you want that first down to look like. Um, and, you know, in the fourth quarter, it was much the same, 8 and 8 on those fourth quarter, fourth quarter opportunities. That's what you need first down to look like because that's going to greatly affect third down. Now, regardless, you have to be good on the money down. You've got to be good on third down. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's third and long, third and short, third and medium. It doesn't matter. You have to be good there. Uh, and we were 0 of 8 on those opportunities. Uh, you just got to be better. And that, that's, that's a chore for all of us, not just our players. Um, offensively, you know, our inability to get started compounded, you know, the effect on our defense. Our defense has to get off the field. They have to get off the field on third down. We extended a couple of drives through penalties and mistakes. Um, eye control was a is going to be a major focus this week. Uh, and it always has been, but it will be obviously a major focus this week because that first long run could have been prevented with uh, good eye control and just discipline play. Uh, that's the way we're going to sure up our run game, being more physical and really doing a great job of using our eyes and playing better with eye control, particularly when you play a team that is uh, a threat to be an option team. You've got to be disciplined. You've got, you got to have great eyes in that game. And We didn't do that early, but we did late. We did late. Uh, we, that, that's something that I was really proud of with our team as we moved through the game. We had some costly penalties, costly errors, excuse me, costly errors that they capitalized on throughout the game. Uh, I thought our defense answered the bell a couple of times when they really needed to, which is, was really good to see, uh, and held those guys to either field goals or even a turnover at one point back in our own um, end zone. But uh, whether it was extending drives on a penalty, you know, we, we had a chance to get off the, off the field there, and uh, it was extended with a penalty. Uh, we missed a wide-open quiv right there on the very early part of the second quarter that could have changed the complexity of that game. I believe it, it would have cut us down to a two-score game at that point, and we had some momentum going there. But as a result, we, we went to fourth down there, and we didn't get the fourth down. So we came away with nothing there. We've got to capitalize on those opportunities when we get them uh, because when quiv's open, we got to hit him. Uh, and then really, uh, obviously, the one thing that really sticks out, I think, to most people is 
you know, I got an 87-year-old mother, and she, the first thing she said was, um, y'all got to hang on to that ball when they punt it to you. But yeah, absolutely we did. Uh, we got to do a better job of that. Uh, and that's not okay. Uh, we are all working very diligently to make sure that we get that solved, including me. Uh, I'm, I'm taking over the returners, and, and if, if it's going to happen, it's going to be my fault. So that's why I'm doing it. Um, they played a complimentary football game, and we struggled to, to play together as a unit throughout that game, play well together as a unit. The third, third quarter was a, a, a pretty good exception to that, and then we turned it over again. Um, we had some momentum going. It would have been nice to see, uh, had we been able to take care of that one, that last punt, what could have happened there, because we had some things going there. There were some things that we did well. I never felt like we were out of it, and I certainly didn't think our kids felt like they were out of it. The explosive nature of our offense, I think, is the thing that our kids know, know and understand, so that was good to see. Uh, we made some sound adjustments at halftime. We talk to our guys all the time about me not being very smart, but our coaches are really smart. And they're going to come out and give you great plans, and all you got to do is go execute them. We told them exactly what we were going to do at halftime, and we were able to do that, which that was good to see. Um, kickoff return, that was a huge deal for us. Getting a kickoff return at any point throughout the season is big, but that's why Quib is so dangerous because he's got a chance to take it any time that he gets it in his hands. That's why we've got to do a better job of getting him prepared, and that starts with me. Um, defensive, defensively, we battle that we have a fireman mentality. Wherever it is, we got to go in and put, put the fire out. I know uh, Fish talked about that, and we call them the firemen. They got to go in, and it doesn't matter what the situation is, they got to get off the field and they got to put the fire out. And they did a nice job for us there uh, in that area. So there were some good things there. Um, I thought our team battled back. They stayed focused on the next opportunity uh, up until that last long drive that they had, and I tip my hat to them. That's what every good team wants to do. They want to run the clock out. They did, they did a really nice job of running the clock out, and that's our fault. I mean, we, we've got to do a better job defensively of getting off the field there. We can't let those guys hold the ball for that long. We've got to be able to get the ball back into our offense's hands. And, you know, defensively, we played a lot of plays, but we cause that ourselves a lot of times. And then offensively, we compound the problem when we don't string first downs together early in the game. Uh, you know, I believe going into halftime, it was like 35 plays in the first quarter or something like that. Uh, 45 plays to like, I don't know, 12 or 15. Um, and that just can't happen. It, it has a compounding effect when you get to the fourth quarter. So we've got to be good, better there. Um, areas of focus this week, we, we have to start faster. And that's, 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 uh, that's probably the biggest disappointment for me is we, we start our practices with a thing called fast start <laughs> where we value, we want to see who's ready to play. So I know who to yell at at the beginning of practice. And uh, we didn't start fast on either side of the ball. We had a chance there on defense, and we had just some poor discipline eyes, and that, that cost us. Um, uh, stopping the run with great eye control is going to be huge for us. Uh, we gave up 271 yards rushing in the first half. Now, they didn't have a ton in the second half, but the damage was done by the time we got there. So there was a lot to come back from. Um, first down efficiency on both sides of the ball is going to affect third down efficiency. We've got to be better on both those downs. Um, and then it doesn't matter what the situation is on first down. First down simply helps third, so we got to be better there. Uh, third down, we got to be way better than 0-8 uh, offensively. And then we got to be better, of nine, better than 9-22 because 9-22 in itself doesn't look terrible. 5-6 of six early in the game, that, that'll kill you. You've got to get off the field early. Five or six early, you've got to get off the field. And we had opportunities to do it, and we're the ones that did it. So that's the great thing as a staff and as a team we see is that we, we can make corrections that will help us moving forward greatly. 
um, we're still in a growth growth uh, part of our program, and, and we understand that. But a lot of these things we already knew. That's disappointing, but we're getting better as we as we move move along. We'll learn a lot from this game. Our number one focus this week in special teams is going to be because we played pretty good on special teams. Believe it or not, we, I mean, in terms of grading our guys, they played with great strain and great effort. That kickoff return, there were some really, really good blocks thrown by those other other ten guys. I thought that we played really well in most of those areas. There were, you know, the, the bad snap and the two drops, those things are things that we've got to focus on. Uh, so there's a big focus put on possession being number one and decision-making and all of the, the teaching the teaching progression that goes into fielding punts because it's more than just putting the guy back there and just saying go catch it. There is a lot more to it than that. And we're going to make sure that we are using our teaching progression to make sure that we get better. Uh, and then finally, we got to be a more physical and disciplined football team because that's what happened Saturday. They came out, and I think they played more physical than we did. And they played more disciplined than we did, and they wanted it more. Uh, they learned a lot from their first game, and we didn't learn enough. But I think it will be good for us moving forward. Uh, so hopefully that answers a bunch of questions for you. And then we'll go ahead and get started on questions. You said you'll be taking over on the return game. What does that entail, and in what ways are you going to coach those guys up on, on their I'm just going to go, I'm going to take over the punt returners. And the reason I'm going to do that is I've done it for a long, long time, and I have a specific teaching progression that I want to use. And um, I just think it's sound, and, and I know exactly how I want it taught, and I know I, I know what I want it to look like. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that it looks the way I want it to look, and that we we go through that progression because that progression will solve a lot of stuff. Who had been uh, taking over that part of it? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm taking it over. Are you still confident in Gonzalez and having him back there fielding punts? Oh yeah, Quib is talented now. Quib Quib is a he's a threat to take it to the house anytime he touches the football. So we've got to find a way to help him with those things that. I mean, his mistake was very simple. I mean, he didn't beat the ball to the spot. He took his eyes off of it. I mean, that's the cardinal sin when you're a punt returner. Uh, you cannot take your, your eyes off. You, you have to trust your, your guys that are blocking. If you're, going, if you're going to return it, you don't get to look down. He did it twice. Uh, we tried to solve it on the first one, and then obviously we got him some relief after that. You know, he's doing a lot for us, and uh, we got to make sure that we monitor, you know, his, his focus level because of his, his, his level of uh, fitness. See if he's okay to go. So there's some things that we can do there too to help him. You mentioned trust. Uh, is that I think that taking the eyes off of it was just an issue of nervousness about being hit and needing to trust his his blockers more. I don't think he's scared of anything. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, he he's not. I think for him, I think the the thing is he wants to make a play every time that ball's in the air, and I think that's really kind of what happened to him. You know, sometimes you. I talked earlier about not, not having Quib do too much, you know, and that's where we have to be very careful about making sure that we don't put too much on him and really talking to him about, hey, man, listen, you don't have to win the game for us. All you got to do is exactly what we tell you to do. And, you know, there's, there are some really good punters in this Division One level, and the majority of the kicks are going to be fair catches. You got to wait for them to make a mistake. When they make a mistake, you got to capitalize on them. Uh, but when you start being selfish and you do things off schedule, that's where dangerous things happen. We saw it happen to our opponent last week, and it happened to us this week. One of the challenges in, in this week with uh, new coaching staff, they, you only have one tape on, on Memphis. What, what does that present? Yeah, that, you would rather be on the other side in terms of knowing uh, two games worth of what they're doing. No doubt about that. I, 
you know, Mike, I know Mike really, really well. Uh, one of the finest young young minds in all of college football. Very sought after. I mean, he could have went a lot of different places. I mean, really, really good football coach. He and I both got our start with Todd Graham, uh, both of us. We both kind of grew up in that system with him. So I, I, I know the system pretty well, so I kind of have a little bit of an idea of how they approach each day. Uh, and they're going to be disciplined, and, you know, they're, they're going to be prepared, and they're going to be sound. And, you know, you add on top of that, you know, his, his mind offensively is ridiculous. It's, I mean, he's a smart guy, sharp guy. So we're going to have to definitely be ready. Our hands will be full defensively trying to defend him. But, you know, I know Chris Ball, who's a defense coordinator over there. He's been in college football for a number of years, very well respected. He's really good at what he does. Paul Randolph, he and I were coached together at Rice over there. He's a D-line coach. they got a really good staff, so it's going to be a great challenge all the way around. In the past, you've talked some about the benefits of ongoing competitions for jobs, and you have to keep earning it. But uh, is there a risk there, too, with so many guys getting reps that no guys are getting enough reps to play a clean football game, play cleaner football? You know, most people throughout the country are practicing too deep, Tom, to be honest with you. I mean, well, I mean there's, there's no secret. You have to practice too deep. Uh, some people will go five and five. Some people will go six and four. Some people will go, you know, four and four. just depends on how many plays you rep them in practice. Uh, fair question, but, I, I mean, really, most people are repping just close to 50% at most positions other than maybe quarterback. So you're down to two at each position pretty much? Pretty much at, at each position, yeah. Yeah, I mean, by the time you, you split them up for the season, you start getting into scout team needs, and you need to have enough guys down there to service your other teams. David, a lot of things have changed, obviously, at Memphis, but in looking at them this year compared to last year when you got a good look, what, what looks similar, what has changed? Man, athletically, they're the same guys. they got they got really good athletes, really good athletes. Uh, the thing that sticks out to me a little bit more is they're, they're fairly similar offensively, but it's completely it's completely different. When you bring a new system in, there's, in terms of the way the, the formations they'll line up in, you'll see a lot of some of the same stuff. Uh, the thing that sticks out to me is just the contrast in styles between their new quarterback and obviously Paxton Lynch. Paxton was a little bit of, I mean, that dude was a tremendously talented guy. Uh, their new guy is a, also a talented guy. I think he previously started at Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so very, very talented guy. They, they went out and got him a good one. Uh, he can throw the football. He can throw it. And they've got I want to say three returning receivers that are very talented. Um, and they've got a bunch of new backs, but, the, you know, I saw two brand-new freshmen playing in there, but they're very dynamic. I mean, they can run. They're, they're faster than the guys we just we just faced. And if those guys get as much open space as these guys got, um, you know, a 30-yard run can turn into a 60-yard run in a heartbeat because these guys can run. Montel took a majority of the snaps at quarterback last week. How do you plan on handling that position? Uh, It'll be very similar. It'll be very similar. Um, you know, Montel looked really good yesterday. Uh, you know, he, he took a he took a couple of big hits in that game. I was proud of him. He stood in there and took some hits. He, he got hit right in the teeth a couple of times. A couple of them were just borderline. We might have gotten calls for it, which, you know, uh, you'd like to see. But he, he uh, you know, his passer efficiency rating is way up there. His completion percentage is way up from last year. I want to say we're 20, 20 points better than what we were last year at that point. His passer efficiency rating somewhere around 160, which is, you know, that's that's doable for what we're doing. I mean, and we need him to continue to play better. That third quarter is what we need we need the whole team to look like. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of a weird game that we played in the other night. But, hey, it is what it is, and uh, you got to learn from it. But still playing on rotating, Ryan, and 
every few series. I'm not going to tell you that. Sorry. You know I love you, Jesse, but <laughs> Mike, you're not going to know that until we get to the game. Eight of your 11 uh, offensive linemen listed on the depth chart at the five positions are, are freshmen or sophomores. Mm-hmm. And you also had a young line last year. Have you ever coached on a team where you're so young at a position that's usually older? No. <laughs> not not on the offensive line. Normally you have, you have three or four upperclassmen there. So the good news is the future looks bright because a lot of them are playing. A lot of them are playing. You know, uh, Malik Clark is a backup guard for us right now. And, you know, we like to, he, he is showing strides every week. And I'd love to see us get him in the game this week. I think he's done some really, really nice things. Antoine Frazier, another very athletic guy that's, you know, been splitting time over there at left tackle. He played in the first game. Uh, we got to get that kid on the field more. I mean, he's a, he's a talented guy. Moves around really, really well. Came to us at about 255 pounds. He's about 275, 280 pounds right now, which is good. Uh, kind of Coach Gidger's M.O. bringing them in tall and lean and putting the weight on them. So, uh, you know, yeah, we've got some young guys out there that, you know, Akeem, I'm, I, I know I talk a lot about him, but, man, he, he, he's, he's beyond his years. I've been, I've been really impressed with him. You mentioned that you hadn't been part of very many games with the time of possession gap that you had on Saturday. How, how much of that was – just not being able to start the run early and having to pass to get caught up, and, and in what ways are you going to try to kickstart the run game? Well, I want to be careful here because it, there there is no excuse for the for that performance in terms of what it looked like in the first half. Um, we can come up with a lot of what we call reasons, uh, but the the truth of the matter is we didn't play complementary football offensively, defensively, and special teams. You've got to be able to blend those together for you to be successful. You have to. They did a really nice job of it, and look what their production looked like. Um, time of possession, I've been a part of games that get out of hand and go a little bit crazy like that at times, but not maybe not to that rate. You know, I, I'll tell you this, I've never been a part of a, a game where we were over on third down. I've never been there. I've been one maybe a time or two, but over, um, you know, that was, de- that was definitely disappointing, you know. Are you concerned at all with your running game production at this point? Well, I mean, first week we were pretty dead good running football. You know, second week we weren't very good. So um, I'm trying to figure out who we are right now because I know we're a lot better than what we showed Saturday in the run game. Uh, we're probably somewhere in the middle, and we need to continue to work on improving that, to be honest with you. But I'm not going to throw, you know, throw, throw everything away after just one game. Uh, some of the things that – some of the things that, that presented itself in that in that game early in the first this first quarter in the first half changed things a little bit in terms of how you approached approached the game. Particularly, you know, when they when they jump ahead and and we're having a hard time stopping. You better get back in the game. So, like I said, I mean, just go back to I keep going back to a big play in that game being them being up twenty two to nothing and us throwing a double move to Quib and he's wide open and we're missing. I mean, that's going to cut it to 22-7. And what we do, you know, momentum helps us a bunch. Helps us a bunch. That would have been a big play. We'd like to see what would happen. But, hey, everybody would like to see what happened. They could go back and look at it. Hey, David, I know you only got one game on film defensively from Memphis. <coughs> what do they look like defensively? Still big, still strong, um, <coughs> very active and attacking. That's probably the biggest difference. Is they are an attacking style defense. Uh, they're going to come after you. I mean, that's 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 that system, and it's not anything new. So uh, they're a team that it you know 
they're kind of cut out of the same mold, I would say, as, as maybe Arizona State back with Todd and those guys. And all those guys learned under the same system there. And they're going to come after you. And there's going to be, listen, they're going to get us, they're going to get us a couple times. I mean, they get everybody a couple times. But, you know, you've got, you've got to hope that you're going to continue to stay the course. And, you know, when you, when you, when you come after people, there's always risk there involved as well. You know, I, I know, you know, when they were at Arizona State last year, I think they led the nation in either TFLs or tackles for loss or, or sacks, you know. I mean, and that was the one thing I remember being in that system, albeit on the offensive side, was, man, there, there is high risk and there's high reward when they hit you, you know. So they'll, they'll bring folks from all over the place. They base out of a three-down front. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it all was built out of the old 3-3 stack. And, they, they do a lot of nice things with their defense that makes it very unorthodox to play against. So they can be a problem because the, the picture doesn't look clear all the time. So you got to be very uh, very smart with how you prepare your team. Let's take two more questions. Have you talked about the importance of fast starts and you talked about the drill too with it. I guess, how do you emphasize that in practice? How do you emphasize it? You know, I learned something from Kevin Sumlin. Um, when I first started working with him, and I, I wasn't sure what we were doing, but we would start practice uh, after we were done with our first special teams period with basically ones versus ones, and it would it would be a situational stuff where one of my favorites is to start with second and eight and just play it. So it's two downs on both sides of the ball. You start with second and eight, and you either get the first or you don't. And normally it's one play if the offense gets a first down, or it's two plays, you know, to see if the defense can get off the field. I, I love that situation. Sometimes we'll be in third and short. Sometimes we'll be in first and, first and ten and play it and just see where we go from there. So we're able to get a lot of situational work there. We don't get a lot of snaps, but we as coaches, we say that tells us whether we are ready to go or not because right? it happens really early in the practice. So that's been a big part of what we do, and we'll continue to do that. We just, you know, the first play of the game sticks out to me. Um, we run just a little quick hitch to quib out there, and they knock, they knock the ball down. So what? Line back up and run the next play and be effective at it, you know. And I, I, I could just kind of see some wins go out of our sails a little bit for some reason. And, and we got it back, but I just, I mean, that that's that play we showed, I showed our guys and said, look, hey, you know what? Hey, we, we're going to be able to do it on the next play. you got to believe in that. And, and, and I think they saw that. I think we'll get better as a result. When you talk about eye control, is that a reference in part to some of the fakes you fell for, or what are the factors in eye control? Yeah, you know, when you're playing, um, when you're playing teams that run the quarterback, you're talking about teams that will run some sort of option, all right? Option football, it, 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 the thing is, they're not blocking all of you, so they're going to have an extra guy, all right? So what you've got to do is you have to be able to stay on your assignment. Somebody's got to take the dive, somebody's got to take the quarterback, and somebody's assigned to the pitch. And, by the way, they're trying to block a few of those, so they can't do that job. If your eyes are in the wrong spot and you don't play your role, other people are planning on being in their spot, and they get out of there and then create a huge gap, and that's, that's kind of how it gets started. On that first drive, the quarterback did a really nice job. I mean, they have a nice little power play that they run, and they fake the toss, and we, one of our guys takes the toss, and he's supposed to be on the quarterback. If he hits the quarterback, he's got a three-yard loss. If he doesn't, he runs for 43. That's the difference. I mean, if we do, do our job, we're going to be all right. That guy goes for a three-yard loss, and we get off the field. But when you don't do that, it goes for 43. <laughs> so that's where the discipline comes in. Eye control. Same thing in the back end. Same thing in the back end. I mean, there's there's times when you got a safety that's supposed to be a B gap fitter and he's backpedaling. 
I mean, you're, you're the big guy up there. What are you doing? Buzz your feet, you know. So those are great things that we just get to go back and teach. And you might be able to get, up, get, away, from, get away with those once or twice in a game, but they're going to eventually get you if you're not playing with discipline. Discipline feet, discipline eyes, where you're supposed to be. All right. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you, guys.